the Word of God. It's good stuff, isn't it? Very good stuff. Well, I was going to spend a little more time talking about uh, what these guys said, but I missed it all. Missed every bit of it. That's what happens when God's talking to you. There's a lot going on in our church right now, isn't there? But I'm going to tell you what, there's a lot going on in the Spirit. There is a lot going on in the Spirit. God is at work on your behalf. I'm going to tell you that right now. God is looking to save you from hell. And so uh, that's it's very important. Very important what God is doing. We're going to follow the word of the Lord, man. Stay close to it. If we stay close to the word of the Lord, you can't help but be saved. So there's, there's some pretty good conversations going on amongst us. Uh, some, some, some conversations are growing. Some are very good. Some are lacking. But I look to the Lord to help us in all of them. And that's what God's doing. That's what God is doing. When I get back, you know, we're leaving for Boise in about a week and a half on a Monday. We're leaving on a Monday, coming back on a Friday. So we'll be here on Sundays. But when I get back, I want to teach a little bit on hell. How many of you guys are interested in that? I'm sure most everybody would be. I want to show you there's different parts of hell. And not every part of hell is bad. Believe it or not. We'll get to that. How's that sound? That, that's got you thinking already, doesn't it? Like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> Was that predictable? My wife's like, yeah, that was predictable. Of course, she lives with me. She knows how I talk at home. <laughs> um, but, you know, God's, God's been reminding me of all the different places of hell that I've been. I didn't always catch it. But God's, God's shown me through the years many different parts of hell. And I can see it much clearer now, but we'll get to that. But there's some scenarios that I'll mention tonight that are very um, important to us. Okay, and there's there's conversations that I want to build on because I'm having conversations with people. And there's some good things coming forth in those conversations, but they're valuable to talk about. And the reason why is because you want to, I use the term, join yourself Monday night. You want to join yourself to the right conversations. You want to join yourself to not only the right conversations, the right spirit, the right heaven. I had this dream one time where I fell from heaven and I landed in this pit. Well, let's say I woke up in this pit. And in this pit, it was in the earth. In the earth. And it had a ceiling on it. So it was like in this 
part of this pit, there was tunnels everywhere. And in these tunnels, I, I was alone at first. And it was dark. It was very dark. But I, I could somewhat see to some extent. And in my thought, I was in great fear. Because I, I knew I had been, I left heaven. And so in this pit, I am, I am remembering God. But I'm, my thoughts are fading quickly. Like every second I remained in that pit, I was forgetting where I came from. But I knew that I had done something wrong. I couldn't quite place my finger on it, what it was. Then, as I'm remembering, I, I immediately knew. You know the scripture that talks about um, in death there's no remembrance? Some people say and teach that that remembrance is a complete forgetting. As if I can't even remember God. In death there's no remembrance of thee. It's like, I don't even remember God at all. But I learned in that thought, that's not always the case. Remembrance of God is not always a complete forgetting. It's just not being able to communicate with God. And I knew in that place I wasn't able to communicate. And then I turned and looked and there was this. I can't even describe it. The creature that I saw was working its way through this tunnel, and it was huge. Well, that'll put some fear in you, because, like, I'm not alone. And it's dark, and that's bigger than me. And am I lunch or a snack? You have all kind of crazy thoughts. And I knew the things that I learned in that dream was that the longer I stay here, that beast and that creature started out like me. Where I had awareness and I had consciousness of sin and, and uh, I knew that the longer I stayed in this place, I would become like that. And I would grow, I would adapt to my surroundings. That was interesting. There's more to those things. But I'm making a point here. I'm making a very specific point here. Remember I started out about joining yourself. Okay? If you look at that, this is an example of it was out of my control, but now I'm in a place where I have no choice. I, I am joining myself to my surroundings. Almost as if I don't know what to do to get out. You ever felt like that with the spirit of the world? I don't know what to do to overcome. I have so much lust in me concerning whatever thing that I don't know how to stop. I don't know how to overcome. Another dream I had... It's very similar. I, was, I woke up again in a pit behind 
almost like prison bars almost. That's what it reminded me of. And an angel stood on the other side. And you know who stood with him? My wife. Not Naomi. My wife from heaven. The angel told me, it began to explain to me that I had done great wrong to my wife and that I had been sent here. And now I'm in this this prison in a pit. And so the angel left and then the prison door opened. But I walk out of the prison door, but I'm still in the pit. And you know what's interesting? There's people there. Not like you, not like humans, but people. And they have learned to adapt. And they're gathering and, and hanging and talking and, and even eating and different things. And I sit down because they're inviting me to come over. They're asking me to join with them. And I sit down because I have nowhere to go. And guess what starts to happen as they speak their word and sow it into me? At first, I tried to resist it. But the longer I stayed there, the more I began to hear and understand what they were talking about. And then I began to turn into them. And then as I looked, I could see I could see the visions of what I would become. And I knew if I stay here too long, I will become everything this place is. Now, tell me something, everybody. How long do you want to stay in the world? How long do you want to stay in a pit? Because... The things we are teaching right now are the things that are meant to come and get you out of a place of death and darkness and a pit and put you in a place that is completely different. Because now let me tell you about the opposite. I've I've told this before, so I'm not going to go through the three-part mini-series of the dreams I had, but I'll say it in an overview, is that the minute the Lord sent me into the spirit and showed me the kingdom that belonged to me. And I was young and I began to understand and and they began to teach me and raise me up and introduce me to the king of that kingdom, which was my father, and then began to sow into me and tell me this is your kingdom. These are your servants. This is your throne. Guess what? I started believing. As long as I stayed in a pit and heard that teaching and those words, it's like I couldn't help but join myself to it. The minute I got put in the kingdom of God and began to be taught what my kingdom was and what what my life was meant to be and the authority I had with God, guess what I became? You're following me now? It's all making sense, isn't it? Does consciousness matter? It matters. And so when, when I say, and, and you've heard Gary talk about it recently as well, when we're talking about the spirit of the world trying to take you out, 
We're serious. Like it wants to destroy you. And it, you ever read in, the, in the, the depths of history when a nation comes in to conquer another nation? What's one of the first things they do? Well, they destroy the young because they want no seed of that nation being remembered. The next thing they want to do is destroy their temple and everything in it. What's written, they destroy and burn all their books, all their history, all their lineage. Everything that would, could be remembered to make this nation live, they want to destroy it. Now look around us. Are people filled with the spirit of the world? What's the spirit of the world want to do to, to the heritage that belongs to you? It wants to destroy your very remembrance of where you came from and who you are in God. And we're here to join you back. That's exactly what we came here to do. Now, I'm going to tell you, because the, the day I remembered that I didn't fall into sin, that God sent me into it, and he says, when you remember it, you preach my gospel, then I knew. <laughs> there are some that fell with understanding, and they are sent to tell everybody else, remember, remember, remember where you came from. And so just like you call him a prodigal son, you have to remember what God has given you. That's why we talk about loving God with all your mind. That's why we talk about loving God with all your heart and your soul and your strength and the ability to have the right consciousness is so valuable to you. So why do you want to hang around the gospel? <laughs> because it, it puts the word of God in you and helps you remember. And it's like the other things I've seen. And I want to be very vocal as of late to the things I've seen in the spirit. And because I haven't told them for a long time. I've taught a lot of things from my dreams, but I'm telling you, it's time for you to hear some of them. And one of the things that I have noticed as a strong pattern about the spirit world and those that are sent is they go to the depths of the pits in darkness to get people out of those prisons. That is the work of Jesus Christ. And anybody with the authority of God is going to go into that darkness and you better not go unless you've been sent, trust me. But if you go and you get those that belong to God out of those pits, out of that darkness, <laughs> imagine taking you from a place of where you can't even communicate with God. Where you can't communicate with God to a place where you're standing right in front of them. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Marvin, I, you were talking, we, we were talking this today. And, and I've seen this. I've been in this. 
how I learned that Jesus was the mediator for me was I entered Christ and he brought me and stood before the Lord. I was in him and he stood before God and talked to God about me. And that means I am always before God. You know why? Because I'm in Jesus. So if Jesus is standing in front of God at the throne, I'm using symbolic. I mean, he is God, right? But in, in the form of understanding, if Jesus is standing before God and presenting you to God, man, that's awesome. You're always remembered. So that's in Jesus. What the goal is to get you to remember where you are now. So what does Jesus do? He sends messengers to go tell you what it's like in him. Hey, by the way, Marvin, you're before the face of the Lord. Why? Because you're in Jesus and Jesus has remembered you. And therefore... You're before the throne of God. And here we are piddling around in this old world thinking that we can't stop certain things and can't overcome certain things and we're just fumbling around just wishing we could do better. And yet the word of the Lord is saying, hey, you're before the face of God. That's where you are. And the goal is to get us to remember that. And so why is it important to join yourself with the word of the Lord? So you can remember. So your conscience can be changed. And what's the point of going about doing other things? Um, and let me clarify what I'm saying. You know what? 53 years old, I, I don't know how to do much anything else except preach. That's because that's what God did for me. That's what God needed me to do. So that's what I set my heart to do forever, as long as I can. Now, some of you may not have been given that specific sin in that way. But what have I always told those of you that are not in the same call as I'm in? What have I told you? Somebody help me out here. Be faithful where God has put you and in the call that he's given you. Awesome, Brad. Will that put you before the Father? Does that put you in Christ? It does. My thought here tonight is... and. You know, to help clarify again, because I, I want to help clarify a lot of things that we've been talking about, is that whole joining yourself to, it's very important. Uh, there is a scripture that talks about Lot. Megan, can you find that for me? I think Peter said it. About being in Sodom and Gomorrah, and he is vexed with the conversation of the wicked. Give her that microphone, Micah. Well, it's in Second Peter 2, 7. 
And it says, And delivered just Lot, vexed with the filthy conversation of the wicked. For that righteous man dwelling among them, in seeing and hearing, vexed his righteous soul from day to day with their unlawful deeds. That is amazing. What do you think of that, Megan? That is amazing. Yeah. That he was, yeah, vexed. Living among them, it vexed his soul. His righteous soul was vexed by living among that. Yeah. But he was delivered. Yeah. Yeah. Now, there's a great hope there. There is. Delivered him. Did God deliver Lot? Yes. The only reason his wife wasn't delivered because she did what? Always looking back. What did Israel do in the wilderness? Take us back to Egypt. Why would you want to go back to death? But does that reveal that you, there is a desire to go back? And what happens to you when you go back? You die. I mean, even worse than before. Because imagine Israel in, in Egypt, but they were preserved by God. So they were in a place of death, but they were preserved. The minute they left that place and then rejected God was when they died in the wilderness. That was worse. Was that a worse death? So we're, we're not sent to this world to die again except to the flesh and to sin. But we're not sent here to die in disobedience like they did. We're sent here to remember and learn who we are, what we are, where we came from, and what our purpose is to do. But by living here, can you join yourself? Can you be seduced? Now, the reason why I bring up the physical world like this is because, let's face it, it's a reality. How many of you consciously have the physical world on your mind all the time? So does it matter? Are we going to say, that's not me? Or do we consciously think about it? If you're joining yourself to the thoughts of the physical world or the world, spiritual world, because it's all going to be the same in the end, could you be vexed? Yeah. Yes, you can. And I'm here to say, let's shake that off. Did God send some angels after Lot? Oh, yes, he did. Yes, he did. And they came and delivered righteous Lot. Oh, boy. You mean he was righteous even living in Sodom and Gomorrah? How about that? Well, God remembered him. I guess that'd make him righteous, wouldn't it? Now, has God remembered you, Michelle? Anybody else he's remembered in here? Good. So just remember this. Why are we preaching all of this stuff? Why are these things so important about having hope and faith and, and uh, you know, consciousness and loving God and shaking off the spirit of the world? Because it, it keeps us in that remembrance. And, and what I was going to say earlier was, one thing I learned in that dream about the pit, it it, the symbolism was so valuable to me because 
Notice how we can live in a physical world and have the Bible and know everything about God by the Bible. And we have a remembrance of God, don't we? So it's possible to be in the knowledge of God and yet not be in conversation with God. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I experienced. And what I want to see you do is not have just an experience with the knowledge of the written Bible. I want you to experience God himself. That's what we're after. And many of you have have and begun and are and continually get more. And so we're moving on, man. I'd say that's, uh, we got a pretty good hope, I would say, tonight, don't we? Yeah. That's some important stuff. So let's join ourselves together. And I use this as an example today. There's, uh, there's several people that, you know, continually fellowship and talk and, and obey and those types of things. They're changing. They change. They overcome the world. And so I'm telling you, do that. Any questions for me tonight? Please do. So I, I'm, I am excited about what we're talking about tonight all the way through because we've talked about, you know, the pit or being in um, and having a hope, you know, and if you've been in a captivity and I was, as you've all been talking, I was thinking, you know, it's not one who's bound in captivity or a pit that can show you how to come out of that, right? It's not, that's not possible. But the, the grace and the mercy of God and how good is God to send us his word, right, to come from a place where there's liberty, right, and freedom. And that word has come to make us like him. Yeah, but I was thinking how good that is. You're right. The word's coming and preaching to us that there's one who is free and, it has, and it's overcome all of that. That's not in a pit, that is not bound, not in captivity, but is free in the Lord. And that's what's come to bring us out and come to get us. And I thought that is really awesome when you start thinking about that. That is exciting. So that's all I want to say. <laughs> it is pretty exciting. It is very exciting. Called Rick last night. I began to ask him about, you know, years ago he was telling us dreams and different things about him being delivered from a pit. He went and delivered PK from a pit. If you're on here, PK, and um, I was going to call you about that too. He, and... Yeah, sure Rick did. said the angel come and got me. Because I, I remember those things the same way, you know. So it's like I, I want to call him and say, tell me about your experience again, you know. And let's not necessarily compare, but you hear the different witnesses of being delivered from a pit. It's just going to, it might look a little different than the visitation you might have compared to what I might have. But the end result is still the same. And so he began to tell me about those things. We began, of course, that always opens up other things to talk about. But uh, all of us need to experience those things, being delivered like that from captivity, right? I've got the sons of God out of jail, man. I went with Jesus to hell and opened the prison doors in him. 
and brought them back to the Father and offered him as offered the, the, the spirits that were in prison and offered them back to the Father as a gift. Now that's some mind-blowing stuff. And I'm going to tell you something. We don't have to fake knowing God or the spirit world because if you've been in it, you've seen some stuff that has blown your mind. And if you haven't been in it, Get ready. Because one way or the other, join with me and I'll impart what I've got to you and let God do the rest. But uh, you'll, you'll partake of it nonetheless. If nothing else, you'll partake of the fruit of it. If, if you don't even see it yourself, join in and eat the fruit and let it fill your belly. Because... In my mind, if that's what God's got for me, just to eat the fruit of the trees, and that's what he intends for me to do, then that's what I'll do. If he intends for me to be the tree, then I'll do that too. But you with me on that? It's, what's it matter? You want to be the one sitting on the throne? You will be all in time. But for a time, you might need to be the doorkeeper. That's okay. Be that and then go sit on the throne when God tells you to. That's okay. Or you might be the one knocking on the door. Love me in, doorkeeper. Then you'll hear a, a big loud explosion from the throne because that's what it sounds like when he says, open the door. Because I've heard it several times and let me tell you when the throne talks he talks loud i mean it is it is with authority micah and so we're talking about the realms of god almighty where our world and our the people in hum, humanity take god lightly because they just don't know him hmm. they just haven't heard him haven't talked to him that's all so what do you expect them to do? But you've been called unto the city of the living God. How about that? Okay, I could just keep going, can I? I got to stop. But there's some real experiences in heaven. And I want you to know about them. I want you to know about them. They are real. So when God starts talking to me and I start going into visions and he starts reminding me 15, 20 different dreams I've had and visions I've had and connecting them all together, that's a work of the Spirit. And God wants, God wants to make that stuff known, man. He is alive and the Spirit world's alive too. So we're not, we're not going to play around with the Spirit world. We're going to follow it. Praise God, man. Praise God. And if nothing else, let all those dreams humble you. And be like, I thought I was doing, you know, I, I thought I had an experience until you started talking. Trust me, I sat across with Rick many times and felt like that. I came here excited. Now I'm like real excited. Because there's much more. Notice I didn't say condemned. I said, real excited. <laughs> Just want to throw that in there. Love you guys. 
God loves you. 